to the left of you or the right of you. Give them a high five. Say, good to see you in church this morning. Why don't you stand to your feet when we're ready? I I got a high five. Stand to your feet when you're ready. Let's sing some praise and worship to our God because He's worthy to be praised. It's a beautiful morning. Thank you, Lord. Singing high. 
church this morning, why don't you put your hands together. Come on, let's express express our appreciation this morning. Thank you, Lord. Praise you. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we just worship you in this place today. Lord, we enter your gates with thanksgiving. We enter your courts with praise. Lord, we're here to worship you, to give you glory and honour. Lord, you're an awesome God. You're an awesome God. Thank you, Jesus, that we have this privilege to gather together this morning to worship you in New Zealand. We have the freedom to worship you this morning. So God, thank you that you're here. Yahweh, your name is great. And Lord, would you speak to us today? Lord, we hand this gathering to you. And Lord, Holy Spirit, have your way amongst us this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Well, welcome to Activate Church. Great to have you guys here this morning. Give someone a high five as you take your seat. Fantastic. Well, welcome to Activate. Great to have you here. If if you're new to Activate, if this is your first or second time in the building and, um, and you, you haven't been here before, maybe you're just checking us out, we, I just want to extend a warm welcome to you this morning. Wonderful to have you in our, in our um, building this morning and in our, our church. As you exit the auditorium to the right-hand side, there's a new people's area there and uh, we'll give you a pack and in that pack is some information about our church, a coffee card for a free coffee after the gathering. And also um, a card, and if you complete your details, we would love to connect with you. So church, can we give our visitors a warm welcome this morning? Now, do we have any birthdays or wedding anniversaries in the last week? Who's had a birthday? Joan Matthews today? Happy birthday. Awesome. Looks like Ross. Is it a birthday, Ross? Today as well. Oh, happy birthday. That's awesome. Anyone else had a birthday or wedding anniversary? No? If you guys want to jump to your seats, we're going to just pray and declare a blessing upon Joan and Wayne this morning. Happy birthday. All right. Father, thank you for your family. We declare blessing, health, favor, prosperity, and protection over them this year. Activate your love and goodness through each one. In Jesus' name, amen. Awesome. Have a wonderful day. Fantastic. Hey, just a couple of um, announcements and highlights for you. Um, so coming up tomorrow, can anyone tell me we've got an event tomorrow? What, what's on tomorrow? Anyone know? Light party, that's correct. So we've got a light party here. I believe it's six to eight. Um, and it is our um, 
I guess, celebration of, of you know, light and Jesus and goodness um, instead of celebrating Halloween. And so we're going to have um, hundreds of kids from all around Hamilton. We're really believing it's going to be a significant event for kids from um, various schools. Um, you know, kids who don't normally come to Activate Church or go to any church. Um, so if you can pray into the, uh, the light party, that would be awesome. But even more than that, well, as much as that, <laughs> um, if you would be able to help volunteer your time at the light party, that would be most appreciated. So we've got um, an area in the in the foyer where you can sign up after. And um, if you're bringing baking for our um, parents' lounge, um, then if you could bring that in through the day, and we'll just make sure that that's ready to go for the evening as well. Um, we have Keep Calm, It's Christmas coming up, so it's the next women's event. Um, so make sure that you put that date in your diary. There's flyers um, in the foyer. Um, what's the date, Jan? 14th? Monday the 14th. So woman, mark that in your diary. Husbands, make sure your, your um, wives are there. Um, it's going to be an awesome night where they can have some fun with Christmas coming up. Would you believe it's less than two months now? It's coming around fast. Hey, a couple other things to let you know. The seats look a little different in here today. I hope that hasn't stressed you out too much. Um, it's because we've had thousands of kids and parents through our buildings this week with Kids for Kids. Um, so it's, yeah, they've been packing out this, this place every day of the week. So it's a little bit different, but don't let that intimidate you. And the worship, feel free to come forward and make use of the space up the front. We also have um, some of our team ministering in Te Araha, um, this morning. So we just pray the, a blessing upon them and that the church would be really blessed by their presence there. Um, and also want to share some testimonies about what took place last Sunday. So I wasn't actually here. I was down in Taupo, but I heard there was an incredible, incredible move of God in, in the area of testimonies of healing. Uh, so lots of people came forward and were ministered and we've had lots and lots of healings take place. So I'm just going to read out some of them. And I really pray that your faith is lifted and encouraged by what God is doing. That God doesn't just heal yesterday, He heals today and forevermore. So here we are. A lady with a severe hip and knee pain was completely healed. A teenager's jaw clicked and was told it would need surgery to fix it. She was healed in the name of Jesus. Jordan couldn't stand with her weight on her leg because of, her, of intense hip pain. Today, healed, where she can now hop on that leg with full strength. Someone, was cripple, cripp, um, someone with crippling anxiety, they felt it go and God replaced it with peace. Come on church, let's get excited. Someone with strong depression and negative thoughts was freed, felt completely released from what that, um, from that and had, been, had the most amazing week in years. A lady with carpal tunnel had a massive reduction in pain, about 80% better. Katie, Katie Langley has had residual nerve pain and numbness after sh shattering her, her collarbone in January. She's completely healed. Any pressure used to hurt, but this week she can do press-ups. Isn't that awesome? 
So God, we just thank you for your healing power. We thank you, God, that you are the same yesterday, today, and forevermore, that you are all-powerful. And so, Lord, we just believe that there are more miraculous, more healings to take place. And Lord, I just release right now upon everyone in this place who needs a healing touch, that Lord, Holy Spirit, you would minister to them throughout this gathering. And Lord, that they would be completely healed. In Jesus' name, amen. Awesome. Very cool. Well, we have a muckin' clip to show you this morning. A couple of weeks ago, we went into um, Enderley uh, Fairfield community, and we just blessed them. And I want to thank you for partnering with us. Today, we've got a little clip to highlight what took place. So I hope you enjoy. Thank you for being involved with our CIA Muckin Day. We're coming to an end of it now. You guys have done some fantastic stuff today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Take a look at what we've done. Here in your light we find what makes us come alive. A sacrifice of praise. A city on a hill, surrender to your will. Your glory on display. Your glory on display.
activate churches, activating community transformation. Part of that is getting our sleeves rolled up and wherever we are and whenever we're there, being like Jesus. Thank you for being involved. Very cool. Isn't it awesome to see that? You know, that I love the word activate church. It's about doing something. It's about being active. And so it's so cool. So thank you so much for partnering with us, being involved in that. It's so cool to bless our community. Hey, we're going to enter back into a time of worship. And I just want to encourage you, um, as I was preparing for this morning, I really felt the Lord um, talk about come near, come, come to me, come to me. And this, the Father saying, come to me. Those who are distant, those who, um, who are just struggling to draw into his presence at the moment, come to me is the call of the Father this morning. So I just want to yeah, declare that this morning. Enter into that place. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. So jump to your feet. And uh, Lord, we just thank you that we get this opportunity to draw into your presence this morning. So Lord, we come with our, our hearts open, our arms wide open, and Lord, we come straight into your presence. We thank you for your presence. We acknowledge your presence here today. That is all powerful. Lord, it's all loving. It gives us everything we need, your presence. So we draw into you. And would you draw near to us? Thank you, Jesus.
reaches to the heavens. Your love is so amazing. Your love is so amazing to me. Your love is so amazing. And I find.
presence in this place. We open our hearts, Lord, to you. Pray that you would come and have your way in our lives, Lord.
church, Janine's just got a word that she'd like to share this morning. Um, I just, I just feel um, that this that um, Caleb said about God's word this morning is drawing near to him, and we've spoken about God's love. But there's maybe one, maybe more than one, who feels they're not worthy. That you've either you've just judged yourself that you're not worthy to come into his presence this morning or to draw near to him for whatever reason you've given yourself and and I just want to encourage you this morning take that step and draw near to him because it's God he doesn't judge he loves um, it's not for us to judge ourselves then um, his love will cover that and you draw near this morning to God Church, why don't we declare that over our lives? Declare that over our situations. Yes, Lord. How great. Watch it. person's at this morning I got faith that you can meet every person where they are
Spirit, I ask that you'd make a deposit of life, refreshing on every person in this place. Those who are struggling with sickness or whatever the case may be, we declare life in the name of Jesus. Health in the name of Jesus. Well-being of body, soul and spirit in Jesus' name. that song, no matter what I've done, no matter where I've been, it's about your love. It's about your love. someone near you say God is good God is good all the time God is good all the time well it's great to see you this morning been excited about today that video was cool wasn't it yeah. wasn't that video very, very cool I just remembered Caleb as you were uh, saying about different things. Trevor and Margaret are in, Pastor Trevor and Margaret are in Raglan as well. So we've got people all around the place this morning. I thought of this during the worship. Hebrews 11. Faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about things that we cannot see. It was faith or through their faith the people in days of old, earned a good reputation. Faith is very important. And um, I pray that this morning, as I speak, you will be able to listen through a filter of faith. Because you need a filter of faith this morning. Well, Lord, I thank you for this last month. I thank you for our CIA month. I thank you for the many things that have happened uh, through this church. I thank you for the 24-7 prayer. Lord, I thank you that we've been able to come before you, and maybe that's the most important part of all, is that we get before you and hear your voice and are then able just to ooze whatever that looks like into our community. 
And I thank you, Lord, for the future. I thank you for what the future looks like. I thank you for what you want to do in us. I thank you for what you want to do through us. Father, I also thank you for the past. I honor you for the past. Great legacy, great shoulders that we stand on. Great things have gone before us. I thank you for the present, and I thank you for the way that you're stirring at at present. I thank you for the way that you're moving at present. But, oh, I thank you for the future. I thank you for the things that we haven't seen yet. Things that you want to bring to pass. Things that you are well and truly able to bring to pass. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, today I want to look forward. I want to look forward. That's what today is about. And um, what we're going to do is we're going to look forward for a few minutes. And then at the end of this gathering, we're going to receive an offering, a vision offering. And um, I'm really excited about that because I'm really excited about the future that God's got for us. And, uh, but we, it's time for us to start to sow into that. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's been a few years. It's kind of been out there. Well, it's getting closer. Now's the time we need to start to sow into it. And today we're going to receive a vision offering. And um, uh, you, you might not be prepared for that today. That's all right. No problem. Go, go away and have a think and have a pray about it for a week and, and do it next week or whatever. But my, my hope is, my prayer is that every one of us gets involved with where God's taking us. That's what I'm believing for. So here we go. So it's been an amazing month, isn't it? Absolutely amazing month. CIA's been great. I love that video clip that uh, Jonathan put together. Outstanding. So thank you for that, Jonathan. And, um, And even more than that, I'm really grateful that we've all been involved. So thank you. Thank you for, for getting involved with what uh, has been happening, getting involved with the way God wants to see an expression of who he is to our city and beyond. And we haven't finished yet. We've got light party tomorrow, which is going to be pretty good. But what I thought I'd like to do right at the start here today is testimony. And Michelle, where are you? You're there. Fantastic. Why don't you come? Have we got a mic here? Now, I'm really am, I've told Michelle, I've asked Michelle <laughs> if she would share a story, and, and she said yes, but in a way, I'm apologetic, because I know what you did, you did in secret, and now I'm putting it in the public, yeah. so, but you'll understand why in a moment. So can you tell us what you did for the local school recently? Um, I just made some muffins for the school, and um, just wrote them a little note, so that's really all it was about. Um, do you want me to give a little bit more to it? If you that? want to, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, just at the end of last term, I just really felt God was saying that there's an atmosphere change in the, in the school and he wanted that to be changed. And um, so I was like, okay, well, whatever I can do. And I chatted to a, one of the teachers that also comes here to the church and says, well, what, are, what can we do in the school? Could we go and pray? Could we, what could we do? And she said, well, the teachers really love food. And I said, okay, well, I can do that. So I thought, okay, I can, I can make some muffins and take them in. And I did that. And, um, but, I, but it wasn't the food that God really wanted me to take. It was the note, really. Um, he, so he asked me to write a note. And I struggled and struggled and was up to about, like, midnight. And, you know, oh, that sounds too fluffy. And, oh, and then I oh, go to bed, go to bed and wake up in the morning and write it in the morning. And he just wanted it to be short and simple, but he just wanted me to speak life into those teachers and speak what he wanted them to see in themselves. And so that's really what it was about, and that's all it was. Fantastic. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Why don't you give Michelle a massive hand? 
See, I love that because the other half of the story is, Cornel, why don't you come? Because Cornel, there you are, because Cornel does work there and it's probably the conversation that you two had, but I was talking with Cornel last week and she told me about the effect that the simple gesture had on the teachers. So why don't you tell us about that? Right, so our school went through a very tough time, especially the senior management. And at, in that week, before Michelle brought the um, muffins, um, it was really, it was tough. And the teachers were just appalled and, and, and really horrified by seeing how the senior management are suffering. So all of us were like sitting in the staff room and, and, and day by day, and this thing is just not going away. And by, I'm not sure what the day was, but that day we came in and here was the staff room with all these beautiful muffins. And we all went, oh, yay, you know, and it, it, was, it looked really good. It was super muffins. <laughs> but, and we had it, but, and we all said, oh, who, who did that come from? And, you know, there was a rush. And then um, our deputy principal silenced us and she said, um, can I read this note to you? And the moment she read that note, they just the, the silence that fell on that um, staff room. I, <laughs> um, we were all silenced by it because it was, the words were fantastic. And at the time that she, <sighs> it was a perfect time. It was awesome. a perfect time. And... Um, all the teachers were just stunned. We just sat like that. And, and the next minute, just, just this roar of celebrating and clapping. And it was absolutely, within an instant, that atmosphere was changed. It was beautiful to see. Fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> that is wherever, whenever, be like Jesus. And you never know what's on the other side of your obedience. You just don't know. Transform the atmosphere. Well done, Michelle. Good on you. And I know it was a private thing and it's now public, but that's all right. That's right. You encourage a whole lot of people by making it public. Jesus said, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you, and be sure of this, I am with you until the end of the age. There is no mystery there. That is really, really clear. Go everywhere, make disciples, baptize, teach obedience, and hang in there. Stick at it. That's what it says. Stick at it. And Jesus said, I will build my church and the powers of hell will not conquer it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Wherever you for, whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven. And whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. So I, Jesus, will build my church. Jesus will build his church. But you, that's us. You have the power and the authority to unlock heaven's atmosphere. You, me, you have the power and the authority. Jesus has given you the keys. He has given you the power and the authority to unlock heaven's atmosphere. And 
to lock away any atmospheres that do not represent heaven. That's pretty cool. Jesus also said, seek the kingdom of God above everything else. Seek the kingdom of God above everything else. So I figure it's pretty simple this, uh, a pretty simple choice that we have. We either be obedient or we don't be obedient. There's not a lot of grey in there. It's either be obedient or not be obedient, or in New Zealand language we'd say, yeah, nah. Yeah or nah, you choose. It can't be yeah, nah. It has to be yeah or nah. What do you choose? That was really, really quiet. I thought we had a deal going in this place. <laughs> uh, what do you choose? Yeah or nah? Yeah. yeah or nah? Nah is valid. Nah is valid, by the way. Don't get carried away just because the crowd said yes. If you don't really well, don't want to, just say nah. It's your choice at the end of the day. Probably takes more faith to say nah than it does to say yeah. But yeah, nah. Your choice. Either choose yes or no. I choose yeah because I'm astounded with God's amazing grace. I'm astounded with his grace toward me. I'm astounded that he has presenced himself in my world. I'm astounded that he has saved me. I'm astounded that I'm doing life with him. I'm astounded that he's chosen me for a plan and a purpose. And he done, and he and it's beyond me and it had nothing to do with me and it's nothing about who I am. In fact, I've got very little to do with it. It's all about his grace. And it pulls a yes from me. Pulls a yes. I think, how can I say no? Paul said this. He said, now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. This will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Then we will no longer be like immature children. We won't be tossed to and fro, won't be tricked. Instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of his body, the church in other words, God gave gifts to the church so that wherever, whenever, we'd be like Jesus. That's why he did it. That's why he did it. So what does a mature believer look like? Well, a mature believer looks like Jesus. That's the objective view. looks like Jesus. The subject, subjective view, would, we'd put some words around it to try to explain it, and that would be our values. Kingdom-focused, purposed, courageous, belonging, and big-hearted. That's what a, a mature believer looks like. That's what a, a representation of Jesus in our, in our community. And it's something we can grab hold of, those words. So Jesus told us what to do. Yeah? yeah. I need your answer here. Yeah. Jesus told us what to do. Yeah. Yes. He told us what to do. He gave us a pattern of how to do it. Yes? yes. Yeah. He gave gifts to the church to help fashion mature disciples to do it. Yep, so there's only one thing left to do, and that's do it. You were quieter on that one. Do it. I know when you say yes to that, it means you actually got to do something. bit more scary. goes from theory to practice. You mean I've got to do something? Can I tell you a story? This has got nothing to do with what I'm telling, what I'm talking about. 
But it was really funny. I was in Melbourne a couple of weeks ago and I went to the Hillsong movie with a whole bunch of pastors. If you get to see the Hillsong movie, it's really good. Um, it's a documentary. A- anyway, I went, went to the Hillsong movie with a, a whole group of Australian pastors. And so we were in there and we were sitting there waiting for the start of the film and I thought, oh, it's not too bad. The, the theatre's half full and the film starts. Ten minutes into the film, all the people come. Fill up the rest of the theatre. I thought only Christians, only Christians would arrive 10 minutes late. How many times have you gone to the movies and they walk in 10 minutes after the start of it? Does not happen. Christian film, Christian audience, 10 minutes late. Unbelievable. Anyway, you join the dots. I need to say no more. However, what we have left, so Jesus has made it very clear, so let's do it. But what we've got left to grapple with is the expression of God's kingdom that he wants manifested in our city or in the the world. He leaves that expression uh, very much in our hands because I don't know if you've noticed, but there's all sorts of different people in the world. There's all sorts of different places and environments. And if there was one size fits all, it wouldn't work. You know, the, 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 the part of the... The challenge in the body of Christ is that people look over the fence to what other churches are doing and they're critical of other churches about they're doing and the way they're doing it. But it's another expression of the kingdom of God. It's valid. It's valid. People would look over the fence to the way we're doing things and criticize, but it's valid. It's an expression of the kingdom of God. And, and God has expressions of the kingdom all around the place because he's interested in touching the whole of humanity, not just a sample of humanity. And so, so it, it doesn't matter how the expression is. My desire is that people hear God, hear what he's asking them to do, and then they build, they work on that expression The problem is when we take something that God hasn't asked us to do and we try to replicate it because it's someone else's expression. It's not the expression that God's asked of us. But we need to be confident to express ourselves uh, uh, with the expression. When I teach this in leadership, um, I teach it like this. I say we've been given a garden to plant. The kingdom of God is actually like a garden. The mission is to plant a garden. Now, You know, there's many types of gardens. But he's given us all the same mission. You call it what you want, put whatever words around it you like, activating community transformation. It's still a garden at the end of the day. It's about the kingdom of God. Then the type of garden that we plant, that's our vision. That, we have quite a lot of discretion in that. We work with God on that. We discover the kind of garden that he wants us to grow. He wants some people to grow vegetable gardens. He wants some people to grow herb gardens. He wants some people to grow, what another kind of garden? Flower gardens. He wants other people to have rock gardens, etc., etc. There are all sorts of gardens. That's where the discretion comes. And so for us, our mission, well, that's activating community transformation. That's... That's our our mission. That's our garden. What does our vision look like? Our vision looks like wherever, whenever, be like Jesus, and a whole lot more, which I'm going to talk about in a moment. But that's what our garden looks like, and our values are like the soil. 
Everything grows out of our values. That's why you hear about our values quite a lot, because our values are like the nutrients in the soil that bring shape and bring health to the garden. It's um, gardeners, uh, I'm not a gardener, uh, I'm good with Roundup, but those who, <laughs> those who really understand how gardens work will, will tell me that depending on the nutrients that are in the soil, yet the, the plants actually look and taste different. So the soil is really important. And that's why we, we put everything through the lens of our values for, for consistency of growing the garden that God's asked us to grow. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. You got that? Great. So vision, what kind of garden we're talking about? We're talking about wherever, whenever, be like Jesus. But that's only part of it. That is only a part of it. We talk about that all the time because wherever, whenever, be like Jesus is achievable. Every one of us in this room can achieve that part of our vision. Today, tomorrow, Tuesday, we can all do that. And we can do that in as many different ways as there are people in this room. But we can do that. Actually, we can do that on our own. We can do that corporately. You know, we have this picture of our 10 areas of influence in society that we talk about, and then the different uh, the inside talks about how we do that, whether it's kind of corporately or individually, what, what our levels of, of involvement are. But, but what it's saying is there are as many different ways as there are people in this room to express wherever, whenever, be like Jesus. Corporately, individually, the, the possibilities are actually infinite. But then there's other aspects of our vision that we don't talk about so much. And I don't talk about them for a number, uh, not often at least, for a number of reasons, because I'm aware that hope deferred makes the heart grow sick. And we've got vision that's a bit further out down the track. And you could say, well, I haven't seen it change. Are we any closer this year than we were last year? Well, the answer is yes, we're much closer. But if you can't see it with your eyes... I understand that if I keep putting it before you, you're just going to get sick of it. So we talk about wherever, whenever, all the time, but I'm going to talk about what gets me up in the morning for a few moments. I'm going to, I'm going to talk about what really fires my engine for a few minutes. When I close my eyes and when I imagine Activate Churches, I imagine Activate Churches dotted throughout the length of this country. That's what I see. I see activated churches dotted throughout the length of this country, and I see activated churches on every continent of the planet. That's what I see. When I close my eyes and dream, that is what I see. I see tens, hundreds, maybe millions of people that are wherever, whenever, being like Jesus. That's what I see. Is there an impossibility fact about it? Sure, there is, because it's called faith. But that's what I see. When I get up, I don't just get up for Hamilton. I get up for the world. I get up because of what God's planted in my heart. I get up because of the snippet that he's shown me. That's what really drives me. I see that. I feel it. Close my eyes, I can taste it almost, if you could taste it. But I want to talk about not wherever, whenever. I don't want to talk about the whole planet. I want to talk about Hamilton for a few minutes. I want to talk about what we see. And when I'm talking, I'll probably keep going, I see, because I see. 
but we see. As an eldership, we see. We're 100% all of us on board going here. It's a we see, but I can't help but own it and say I see, if that's all right. A church at Hamilton's yet to see. Prophetically, God has asked us to put a thumbprint of the kingdom on our city. That's what he's asked us to do. So we say, well, what's that look like? What's that look like and how do we do that? And, um, and it's an apostolic mandate that he's asked us to see placed on our city. So I asked myself what they're going to look like. And if the team could hand out those brochures, it would be really, really good. Thanks. Oh, the team, all one of you. Might need a few helpers down there. And in this brochure, I will be able to show you, in part at least, about where we're heading. You can keep these, take one home, write all over it, turn it into a prayer, a prayer document. How are we doing? Looking good, looking good. Just hold up your hand if it hasn't got to you yet. Oh, down the front, down the front row, front row. Here. So what do we see for Hamilton? As I said, we believe that God has asked us to stamp the thumbprint of the kingdom of God on our city. Does that mean we're the only church? No. Does that mean we're the only church of significance in our city? No. There are wonderful churches in our city. I, I have the privilege of meeting with a group of pastors who all lead fantastic churches in our city. I meet with them every month for breakfast, the mates, and, and uh, I champion them all the way. They all, and others, many, many others, are doing incredibly significant things for God. This is what God's asking us to do. This is what he's asking us to do. So, we want to see Activate Community Campus established. That's what we want to see. And that's what we're working hard on. Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes. So let me just walk through it with you for a little bit. Our vision is to build an open community campus that will see the needs of our local community being met. Built on Christian values, the campus is equipped to meet various needs of the local community, including spiritual, social, and medical needs. The open campus, open being the key word, is an expression of our mission, activating community transformation by wherever, whenever, be like Jesus. This campus is a place for the people. We see a campus that's home to activate church, Vision College, Train Me, both are divisions of ATC, which is Activate Training Centres, Community Link, which includes Parent Link, Budget Link, Food Link, Teen Link, Property Link, Senior Link, and any other link that comes along. Activate Medical Centre, and if you've been round and you've been listening for the last few months, you will know that we have recently purchased a medical centre 
It'll be the basis of Activate, Activate Medical Centre. It's not called that yet. I'm just prophesying for those who need to know. Activate uh, fitness and cafe, activate childcare and more. The vision is to develop the campus in a modern, tranquil park environment. The dream? Well, it's spiritual. It's social justice. It's fitness. It's social services. It's health and medical. It's recreation. It covers a gamut of stuff. The vision is to build an open community campus for the people of Hamilton so that the local community will know this campus as theirs. We will be able to meet the holistic needs of our community. We will bring the goodness of God to our local community. We can offer excellent community and social services. We will see our local community with crime down, poverty down, violence down, and hope up. The dream, excellence and delivery of top quality services. Offer excellent community and social services. Holistic care, increasing hope, and a really, really good thing for our city. We believe true hope is found in personal relationship with Christ. We also believe that it is our responsibility to wrap excellent quality services around this hope as an expression of God's goodness to our community. Our vision is ambitious. Our vision is unique. I know of no other place in the world that's like what we're wanting to do. Our vision is local, yet it's far-reaching. Our vision is expensive. Miles will just put that up front. It's going to cost money. Our vision represents kingdom of God values. Our vision, I pray, is your vision. Together we can move from dream to reality. The dream, many ask why, but our question is, why not? We believe that these great ideas can become reality. And then inviting that you'll become part of something amazing. Why not leave a legacy? Why not leave a legacy that'll last for decades? Why not take a chance, a step of faith, and throw ourselves into what God's asked, to us, asked us to establish. There's um, a whole lot's actually happened since I last talked about it. We're actually a whole lot further down the track than we were a couple of years ago. So activate Hamilton. Here we are. Great church. Wonderful people. So, I mean, I'm saying activate Hamilton, not activate church. Because... Activate Hamilton, Community Link, ATC, Foundation, all our different entities are Activate Church. And just for a moment, I want to talk to them differently. Activate Hamilton is us. Well, we're part of it right now. ATC, 30 years history in our community. 30 years, over 30 years. Started because the leaders of the church at the day saw a bunch of guys that were up to a bit of no good and said, how can we help these young fellas? And they started a market garden, taught them how to plant vegetables. And today we can take you from anything, from learning agriculture through to a degree in music. 
or in counseling or in early childhood or computers or uh, help you get a job, learn basic life skills. We write curriculums that are in 85% of high schools in New Zealand. That's pretty cool. That's quite, think about that for a minute. That's quite significant. I believe that we are the largest producer of curriculums in New Zealand. That's amazing. Professional, going into workplaces, numeracy, literacy, teaching, in the leadership training in the workplace. It's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Community link. Community link. I was thinking about that. I think we've been going about five years. Would that be right, Alan? Be about five years. And we started with no links, and now we've got heaps of links. And we're just seeing incredible things happening up there. Community link is growing like, like this. And our finances are growing like this, which causes a few challenges. But we just keep going. We keep going. Awesome. Activate Medical. Wow. It's about three years ago. I called all the people in the church who work in the area of medicine. And there were a lot. There were about 50 people. And we all sat in a room around lunch and said, look, this is a dream. And now we've got a medical clinic. Fantastic. A whole heap is happening. God has taken us toward this thing. What we really need to see now is a couple of buildings on our preferred site become available for us. If you want something to pray into, that, that's the thing to pray into. We need a couple of buildings to be released. And um, it would be nice if they were released at a decent price too. Um, so that's a challenge. But that's, that, that's where we're up to. So what can we do now? Well, we can pray. We can pray into this. Lord, release those buildings. Release everything else that's required to bring this to pass in our city. Release schools, release um, finance, release uh, people, release whatever it is, expertise to bring this to pass, I pray. In Jesus' name, we call it in by faith. We call that that is already established in the, uh, in the spiritual, we call it into the natural in the name of Jesus. And Father, today again, I declare release over those buildings. They are already ours, but I declare release over them in Jesus' name. Amen. So we can call in. We can pray. I encourage you to pray about what God's asking us to do. Pray, pray, pray. But we can also give because it is time for us to start to gather some resources to be able to achieve what he's asking us to achieve. And um, it's all right. It is going to be expensive. And there's a whole lot of things that will just have to happen that will cost money. And we really need to start to pull some resources so that we're in a position to move as God opens up opportunity for us to move. So today, I'm specifically asking that each one of us gets involved. Each one of us. We can do this thing with the supernatural power of God. It's probably silly just to try it on our own. I don't know if it'll really get going. But God has asked it. He asked, prophetically stated over us what he wanted us to do. It's what we believe it looks like. This is where we're going. We're unified in this direction. We need every person on board. And so I'm asking every person to take a step of faith and every one of us to sow a seed of faith into the future. You're not going to see a return on this straight away. You're not going to 
you know, go, well, if I put $10,000 there today, I'm going to see this tomorrow. It's not quite going to be like that. We need to start to pull resources and get ready for what God's doing so that we can move. It's about the future. It's about being obedient. And as I said at the start, if you haven't had a chance to think about it, if you haven't had a chance, I hope you got my emails that came out. But take some time. Take some time to pray. Take some time if you're married with your husband, your wife. Take some time to sit and pray and say, Lord, how do we sow into this now? What do you want us to sow into this now for the future? That's what the future looks like. What do we have to do now? Something significant is going to happen through Activate Churches. Significant legacy comes from significant faith, and significant faith requires significant obedience. But God's asking us to stamp his thumbprint on the community, leave a legacy. Leave a legacy. So each one of us has a significant contribution to make. Where God's taking us. I mean, I'm talking about a vision offering right now. But as we get closer and step more and more in and more starts to become visible, the opportunities are going to go through the roof for us to actually get in there and make some stuff happen. Let me pray. Father, your word says that to declare a thing and it will be established and that your light will shine on it. And so, Father, today I declare this vision and I declare by faith that it is what you've asked us to do and it is where we're going and it will happen in Jesus' name. And Lord, I ask and I expect that you will release every resource required for us to get there. And that in your time we will arrive there, but we will arrive there. And that the city will be incredibly blessed because of it. That thousands, tens of thousands, will know and hear the name of Jesus because we're obedient to you. That tens of thousands in the city will populate heaven because we were obedient to you. That the legacy won't be one of fine social justice and care and medical and accommodation and all those things. That the legacy will be people in heaven. That the legacy would be heaven populated and hell plundered for your glory. So Father, I ask that you would stir faith in each one of us this morning, that you would, you would stir in our bellies what you're doing. And that you'd mark us even this morning for purposes beyond natural greatness, but for kingdom greatness. And Lord, I lift every person to you and I ask that before you our response would be one of yes and amen. Our response would be one of, God, if this is what you've asked us to do, this is what we'll do. God, in you, nothing is impossible. And that as a church, we would rise, we'd rise in faith, and we would see this thing come to pass in Jesus' name.
Amen. Amen. I'm going to ask the host team if they can pass the offering bags around. Just in case you've got 100,000 sitting in your pocket. <laughs> got to make the most of that. But there is FPOS in the foyer. You can give online. Push pay app on the phone. That's the way I prefer to do things. It's so easy. There's giving cards in the seats in front of you with credit card details, etc. Please put your giving number on it. You put your giving number on it, you get a third back from the government. It's worth putting your giving number on it. Oh, and please write vision offering. Wherever it asks for a reference, write vision offering. So we make sure it goes in the right place for the right thing. That'll be awesome. And like I say, if you haven't had time to consider it today, there will be time. You can consider it for the week. Great. Do you know if those other cards turned up that I was expecting for on the way out? They haven't arrived? It was a bit. I was hoping they would. That's all right. Do you want to jump up on your feet? Let's pray. What do you reckon? Is it a, is it a good vision? Yeah. Do you think we can make this thing happen? I mean, when I say we... God, but we, you know, we are his hands and feet. We've got to get him behind, eh, and make this thing happen. Pretty cool being part of leading a legacy like that for our city too. Amazing, amazing. Someone was talking to me about emergency housing the other day. I thought, yeah, I suppose we could do that too. Why not? Just need more land. Taller buildings or something, I don't know. Be good. Father, I declare your blessing on your church. Father, I thank you for people of faith. I thank you, Father, that what you ask us to do is always way outside of our natural comfort zone, that you love stretching us, you love making us feel uncomfortable because at the end of the day, you want to receive the glory. And I think this is one of those cases, and you will receive the glory. Father, this is about you, it's not about us. It's about the kingdom of God. It's about establishing a kingdom legacy on our city, for our city, for our nations, that will spill into our nation, into the nations of the world for the glory of the King. And so we honour you this morning. In Jesus' name, we honour you this morning. And I ask that you would bless every person in this place, that your blessing would rest on every person, that your peace would rest on every person. I declare health in the name of Jesus Christ over every person in the name of Jesus, where there is tormenting of minds, I command that to go in Jesus' name, and I release the peace of God on those people, and we thank you for the week in front of us. Help us wherever and whenever to be like Jesus. Amen. 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 There's no shortage of vision, is there, in this place? So I pray that you've caught hold of that and that you pray and you, um, and you give into that. So just a couple of, um, and, uh, just a couple of things to uh, make you aware of. So once again, guest bags uh, just to the right-hand side of the doors at the, the rear of the auditorium. So just make sure you um, head there if you are new to Activate Church. 
please be purposed in your giving. Um, so thank you for your generosity in this place. It really does make a difference. Um, so our giving stations are the left-hand side of both exits. There's FPOS machines and things there. Um, just come and see someone if you need a hand with that. But thank you so much for your generosity. Um, it really does help us to do all that God has asked us to do in Hamilton and beyond. Um, feel free to come forward for prayer if you'd like that. We've got a team available up the front that would love to stand with you and pray for um, whatever you need. Um, also, the take-home question if you have children in, in kids' ministry is, how does it feel when you do something nice for someone else? What a cool question. So make sure, I'll repeat that. How does it feel when you do something nice for someone else? So, yeah, start some conversations with your kids and uh, talk about that in your lives and also their lives. Have an awesome week. And um, 6 p.m. tonight, Pastor Sharon is speaking again. He'll be speaking on vision. So if you want a, another, t um, another dose of vision for the week, come along. And yeah, oh, Pastor Sheridan said you'll be ready to give by then too. So. <laughs> awesome. Hey, have a blessed week. Thanks for coming out. And we'll see you next Sunday, if not before. Light party tomorrow. Sign up in the foyer if you're able to help us. It'll be wonderful.